what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by the 2019 Foot Candle Film Festival. This year's film festival will be held September 27th through 29th in Hickory, North Carolina. Learn more by visiting footcandlefilmfestival.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 16, volume 2 of Big Fan, the number one podcast voted on by fathers with kids between the ages of 7 through 14 who grew up in Northwest Hickory area. My name is Chad East and I'm a big fan of Father's Day camping trips, anticipation of upcoming vacations, and surprise visits for my brother-in-law. Oh, my name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of midweek vacations, drinking beer while packing for those vacations, and watching all the fools fight over getting in the plane first when we all have a seat. Yes, fighting for that spot. Did they say section six? Did they say section six? Yes. Who cares? So, Hank, your big trip, it is right upon us. It is. You're flying out tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. And... Give the audience again just to kind of a it, let them imagine the trip that you're getting ready to take. <laughs> let them let them know about this. Well, we're going uh, with a family friend of ours and their kids, and we're going to the Grand Canyon, and we're going to see other things like Moab and Zion and you know other mm-hmm. hot spots out there. But we're flying into Phoenix, seeing the South Rim, and then we're driving from Phoenix to uh, Salt Lake City over 10 days. And we're seeing all these things in between. We're staying in hotels. We're staying in yurts. We're staying... What's a yurt? Well, it's kind of like a... It's kind of like a... uh, It's kind of like camping, but it's a little bit higher end. Glamping? Kind of glamping a little bit. But it's going to be in Moab, and you got... You know, you're raised up off the ground, so you're kind of like on a wood structure. Mm -hmm. There's a bed in there. Uh, temperatures get low, so there's a heated stove. I mean, there's like a, a fireplace in yes. there, um, but it's kind of that hard canvas that like is a military. I understand, right? So you're staying out in the middle of the desert, which is going to be sweet. Sounds incredible. It's going to be sweet. So yeah. we're going for ten days. We're going for ten days. Yeah. So uh, it'll be fun. It's just kind of nerve wracking to get out of here. You know, you got to button up work. Right. You got to pack. Mm-hmm. Got to get that fresh haircut. Yeah, which you just. Head. Thank you. Completed. Uh, so you got to do all those things that you got to do before you get out of you know get out of here. And we got an early flight tomorrow. We got to leave the house about six forty five, but which, which means we're going to get to Phoenix at about eleven. Yeah, dude. Whole so day. We got the whole, whole day. day. Of fun. Yes. Yeah. One of my things on my big fan list were anticipation of upcoming vacations. Sometimes in my at our house, just the the thought of what the vacation could be. You know, the things mm-hmm. you're going to do. They get that little feeling in your stomach of joy. You know, it's kind of like oh, yeah. a Christmas day or Christmas Eve feeling that you're just so excited to see what's going to happen. So most of the time, the vacations live up to the hype. Sometimes they don't. In this case, got a good feeling this is going to go over the hype. Mine? 
Yes, hop oh. over the hype for you. You bend the over. I bend the over. You're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time. Appreciate I can't that. imagine a sunrise in the Grand Canyon. It's going to be. We're going to do the sunrise, a hike in the sunrise. We're going to do like a jeep tour. We're going, yeah. you know, where they they go through the canyon and everything. So we're doing uh, the me and my little boy and the other dad and his son are doing uh, guided mountain biking. Oh wow! Uh, we got a bunch of cool stuff that we're going to do, but you know. The cool, the thing that I like the most about the whole trip was what it is. Is a lot of us when we start to go someplace, we go one place, like we go to Disney World or we go to Disneyland or whatever, and you got a five minute commute there, and then you're in there and it's kind of like World War Three. You know, you're mm-hmm. just managing, right? It's here, there. Let's go, pop, 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 pop. You come back on that five minute drive. You get in the pool, then you're exhausted and you go to bed, right? This one, it's going to be cool because we're going to wake up, we're going to get somewhere, we're going to do that for a couple hours. Then we're going to have to drive three hours. Right. So we're in the car together, together. in this amazing alien landscape. Yes, right? aliens. aliens. Yes, I mean, aliens. Like that. And yes. so it's going, to be, it's going to be cool because we're going to get to spend like kind of quality time in a car and get to see some cool stuff. Right. So I'm kind of looking forward to that too until, until it's not cool <laughs> to when, be together. Okay, exactly. You know? That might be the first 12 hours. Who knows? But, you know, you mentioned last podcast that y'all have an itinerary, the person that you're going with the wife of the right. you know, the family she's got this great great plan have you mapped it all out no. like, okay you don't you haven't seen I'm, I'm the itinerary kinda, i'm kind of in the dark oh. a little bit i think that's the best way to be i do too man just roll with it just let's go yeah. i know we're we're going out there we got to pick up some we're gonna, there's a target right there we're going to pick up some stuff out of the some target supplies, but you yes. know the funny thing is let me, let, let's go ahead and get this out there me and the other gentlemen that are going are kind of gear guys, right? We like gear. Do I know the guy that's going? Yes. Okay, my, is it your neighbor? Yes. Okay, figure so, so we're both kind of gear guys, right? So we're talking about, and our wives are talking about, oh, we need these shirts that are SPF, and we need these hats. We need all this stuff. Okay, we're staying in a hotel every night. We're not going to be exposed to the elements, right? Uh, I mean, we're going to so have multiple funny. coolers full of water and stuff like that. Yes. We probably won't venture miles away from the car, okay? <laughs> so the reality of this is right. is that we need T-shirts and shorts and shoes done, right? Yes. Just enough for 10 days. I'm sure we're going to look like we're uh, going across the country for the first time, you know? Please take a picture. I would love to see it. Don't so worry. when you're in the Grand Canyon, are you going to ride a jackass? I just always want to say that like a mule, no. right? You're not riding no. any jackasses. No, I'm not putting my – you know, they've, been ha- they've had a lot of people kind of like fall into the Grand Canyon and die. And I am not going to try to be put myself on an animal that could make a – Wrong decision. That trail that they have to walk on yes. is like this wide. No. Yeah, that's crazy. No, thank you. Mm. No, thank you. Or, you know, I'll go out. Like, I don't love heights. Yeah. Like, I don't love them. Okay. But I'll get out. Like, they have that glass yeah. bridge that goes out over the canyon. I'll walk out there. Did you hear the one in Chicago? That girt lady was crawling on it. Crap. <laughs> what? It, it cracked. That's what I heard. It cracked. Lord have mercy. I would ding die. Mm-mm. But I'll go out on that thing. But I'm not trying to, like, you know... You know, one mudslide away from losing it all. Yeah. Mm, I'm good. The story I thought you were talking about. So this one lady got up on the bridge. I think it was in Chicago. And she really, she was terrified of heights. And so she could not take another step. So she had to get down on her knees and literally crawl across. And I could see. Oh, I could see my, I hate heights too. I cannot stand heights. I love them. I could see myself having to do something like that. Well, Hank, we'll miss you. Um, Have a great, great trip. Please send some pictures. 
and uh, don't ride any jackasses. And please be careful on that bicycle. We know what happened to you last time yes. on the bike. So I'm be very still scarred. Yeah, up I can from that. still see it. So be very, very careful. So, buddy, we just got through another Father's Day. This was your eighth Father's Day. Ninth, how was your son? Ninth Father's Day. This was my 13th Father's Day, and we spent it like we've spent the last five of them on this awesome camping trip. And so uh, my oldest daughter is on a mission trip with church, so she couldn't be with us. But Lucy Rose and I went to the camping trip, got there on a Saturday. The weather could not be more perfect this past weekend. It was just gorgeous. So it's on this area of land that's got five cabins. It's got a trout pond it's got a waterfall it's got like a waterfall where you can go on your little kayak and your rafts and go down it uh fire pits swings just a little piece of heaven yeah and it turned out to be a little piece of heaven it was wonderful spending time this is the this is mark this down buddy because you're getting ready to go to crane the grand canyon you may have already done this with your son but just spending time in a tent when there's no other stuff oh yeah it's just you and your daughter or your son and just talking about you're hearing all these insects. You got the moon shining through the little panel in your oh, yeah. tent. That is some really special stuff. And nobody even seemed to need their phone or their iPad or you know, they we right. didn't need it. We had all this wonder yeah. around us. No, it's it's yeah. awesome. I love being in like like you said, camping. I've been to that camping, I've yes. day camping. Yeah. And um it's pretty awesome to kinda like be, that's why I'm saying about the car ride. Yes, is it's like it's being together. We got to entertain each other, mm-hmm. and you get some. St- it's my family, you get some ridiculously stupid <laughs> conversations, um, but they're funny and they're cool, and I like it. Yeah, you yes, know? absolutely. Yeah, so I, well, that that sounded like it was fun time because it, it, it was cool. That Saturday was perfect weather. Yes, it was awesome. So, what was your Father's Day like, Hank? Uh, well, we uh, we had a baseball tournament, and uh, we got to spend it on a field together, and you know. It's kind of funny because, you know, I'd rather be nowhere else than on a baseball field. I mean, yeah. I, I, I just love being out there. And Harris loves being out there. And to be on the field with him and to kind of, like, celebrate things is pretty awesome. But, you know, the, the place that we had it has a pretty cool um, thing. We play early. And then in between your first game and your second game, they, they have a devotion. If you can't go to church, you can kind of sit there and you listen to it. And, you know, it, it's, it's father like related and everything (laughs) and so like the whole day isn't lost on just screaming fans like freaking out over plays or whatever it really like it made me think about like how great is it to have time to sit on a field and connect with my my son and do you know that stuff so pretty awesome it was pretty awesome and then we came back and spent time with my dad and you know and my family so it was fun i meant to tell you and this is funny so i saw your son he was at the same soccer camp lucy rose was at before we left for the camping trip yep it ended at noon on saturday i see your son and not he, on saturday you saw him on friday because saturday we played okay i saw him on friday then right. the last day of the camp was saturday but right. i guess harris had already left well i see him and he's got this bewildered look on his face of course and so i walk up to him and he's with max and i'm of like course. hey always together hey fellas how are you and uh harris looks at me he was like I think I've got another concussion. That's the first thing he says to me. And I was like, are you all right? He was like, yeah, I really took a big shot to the head. This is my second concussion in two months. I'm like, you and your dad and these concussions, good Lord, what's going on? Was he okay? I said, make sure you tell your mom and dad if you're not feeling well, if you really feel like you took that big of a shot. And Max was like, shaking his head like, no, he did not take that big of a shot. Yeah, I love but it how Max always like, little hammers it. So uh, he was running for a ball at soccer camp, and yeah. he gets – you know, he tells me a kid like 
not lowered his head, but like yeah. they were going both going to the ball, for the ball, and the head comes up and hits him in the jaw. As any dad that is very concerned, I immediately go, "That is a ridiculous claim. Come on, be yeah. tough, right. You, right? you know, come on, act right. like you, you you've done this before." Mm-hmm. Next morning, he wakes up and his jaw has a huge bruise on it. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. And you know how hard it is to bruise your jaw? Oh, my God. Right? My, but what I'm coming out with here is my kid is like the poster child for concussion. <laughs> he can Anything that is a projectile gets smashed into his head. I don't know what it is. Uh, that kind of is like that Tommy Boy scene where he was like, it doesn't hurt here or here. Just right around here is that huge bruise. <laughs> Love that part. Uh, yeah, well, good. I'm glad he's doing okay and was able to play baseball because – you know, he he had me concerned. He I'm telling you, his eyes were like a little glassed over. Like, sure, I think I just had a concussion. But anyway, <laughs> I'm glad to hear he's doing better. Sticking on the Father's Day tip here, Hank. Oh so um, let's pop right into Hank's hierarchy. And the the segment today we're going to talk about is Father's Day top five memorable dads in a movie. Or TV show, okay? Right. We're sticking with the, the Father's Day theme here. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that we have two different definitions of memorable, of memorable okay. dads. I, probably so. Probably so. So we'll, let, we'll start with you, Hank, in the number five hole. Top five memorable dad movie or TV show? I'll tell you the reason that I picked him is when, you know, we don't go over this. I mean, you don't know who I have. Yes. I don't know who you have. Yep. And uh, but we do talk about it right at the beginning. We say, "Hey, pick your top five. Yes. So when we talked about this, you gave one example, and it made me think about him. And it's the guy from Wonder Years. Okay, he's my fifth. Okay, yes, number because five. he he is a good. He's a he's a real dad. Real dad. He's stern. He's he doesn't take crap, but you get yeah. a little lesson every once in a while out of him. Absolutely, like he takes care of his family. You know what I'm saying? He's right. like a working man. He takes care of his family. Right. Comes home from a hard day at work. His sons are kind of scared of him. You know, almost intimidated sure. by him because they don't want to see him. As you were your dad Abs- and as I was of Matt. Absolutely. Dad. So at my five hole too, Hank, smart minds think alike. Wonder years, dad. Fantastic. Good job. Good job. All right, let's hit four here, buddy. Number four for me is uh, a gentleman that redefined what living close with your your dad is it's the guy from friday (laughs) (laughs) yes i love that guy nobody go in the bathroom for 35 45 minutes you got to coordinate you got to coordinate was that that, that's that's same guy same dude same guy but he's you know why are you always in the kitchen eating something you know (laughs) that's a great one yeah so that's my number four he's not a very good role model yeah but just a memorable dad for sure my fourth guy dad comes in he's he's a star of a movie the movie was called father of the bride it was steve martin the reason why this dad i don't cry much right no. And my, I don't, I, I don't cry. I mean, sometimes I'll get a little misty-eyed if something sentimental happens to me. But I saw this movie probably about ten to twelve years ago, before I even had. Well, I, I think Olivia was born. But to see the dad giving his daughter away at the end of this movie, I'm about crying just thinking about this thing. It moved me to tears, and that. I feel like I'm going to be Steve Martin when I give my daughters away in the movie. So that's why Steve Martin, Father of the Bride, comes in in the fourth spot for me. Most memorable dad. I'm not built to be a, a dad of a girl. Because yeah, it'll be – I mean, it would be bad. It'd be it's tough. Really, you know, little girls are awesome and tough, and yes. it's going to be a sad day. I, I feel for all – because we got a bunch of buddies with girls. Oh, yes. Yes, and, we do. 
I, it's going to be my pleasure watching you <laughs> watching you weep like a baby, and I'll probably cry too. Oh, I, hope I love you, will. you girls. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it'll them, be so. a very very trying time. Okay, so my number three. You know, this is the the last pick I had with the Friday Dad is really kind of going down the road of okay. who I, I'm coming with here. Yes. Okay. Yes. So my number three, George Jefferson. <laughs> oh yeah, he's one hell of a dad. And you know what? He he tells his son how it is. Lamont. That guy didn't get away. his son Lamont? I think it's Lamont. He didn't get away with nothing. You might be mixing good times no, up. That's, yeah, You're that's, mixing good times up with the Jeffersons. No, no. It's George. I mean, that's a, a Sanford and Son is Lamont, yes, right? That's, that's right. It. Sanford that's right. and that's Son. Right. So, yeah. uh, but George Jefferson, <laughs> you know, he was, he was a small man, and he ruled a house. Yes, he did. And I liked it. And he lived up. In a high rise, you know, on the east side. On the east side, yeah. Did you dry see- cleaning? That's where he did his <laughs> Is that, business. Was he a dry cleaner? Yeah, he was in dry cleaning business. Did you watch the remake they did with Jamie Foxx with George Jefferson no. and all that stuff last week? This supposedly was really good. I didn't. I didn't watch it either. Um, I'm, my number three spot, Hank. We talked about this a little bit. It would have been my three spot until about two years ago when this dude perv switch went off and everybody found out about his perv switch. This is. Bill Cosby, The Cosby right. Show, at the third be, hole. He I'm, wouldn't be on my top 100. Oh, he's not even my top 1,000. He's after on my five. worst person. Worst, of, yes. Uh, worst five of, on the planet. Yeah, he and OJ. He, he could be near. It, he and OJ, very neck and neck. You yes, know what I'm saying? They're so, awful people. I will pull him off the top five list, and we'll Thank throw you. him away. We're going to put another one. We're going to put David Koresh. Who, who else are you going to put on there? <laughs> Gee, many Christmas. This Who's guy. that dude that ate people? Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes, Dahmer. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, and I'll give it away by the song. Mustafa. Now that's a bad dad right there. You know, little Simba? He'd say, look, Simba. As far as the sun can touch, this is your kingdom. How about that? That was pretty That's good. That's pretty good, isn't it? But anyway, Mustafa, that dude was a bad, he was a bad dad. man. Yes, he was. All right, go All for right. it. Two. So I got mine a little bit confused. My number two, Red Fox. Red Fox. That's Sanford and Son. That's Sanford and okay, Son. Okay, gotcha. You talk about a relationship. Picking up junk with your boy, that's a relationship right there. I'd kick my kid in his butt every day if I had to pick up trash for that kid. Uh, I like where you're trending with each other. Yes, they love each other. They care. I I loved it when it hit the fan. He'd always go, I'm coming to see you. Elizabeth, 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 coming to see you. Coming to see you. Yeah, he was good. He was good. good. Very good. My two spot, this is pretty stupid, but when I was little, I just thought this dad was the coolest. All right. So, what TV sitcom in the 80s, the little boy and his dad was single. In his den, he had a train. You don't even have to go anywhere. He person. had video games. You don't even have to go anywhere. You know what I'm talking about? Silver spoons. Silver spoons. The dad, I just thought was so cool. You didn't really even get to know the dad much. It was, I mean, he was in every episode, but didn't really get to see. Ricky loved him. The little boy loved his daddy, and the daddy loved the little boy. I just thought the dad, to create his den like an amusement park, has to be a cool dad. No, I, I saw it differently as I got okay, older. What you got? I saw that guy was trying to keep his kid in the den. He probably was Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey in that back room, boy. He knew what he was doing. He, that's the problem with America. You give your kid everything. I would like to see what Ricky Schroeder is today. He's uh, probably nothing. He's living off his dad's money. He's he's that the joke at the country club. Yeah. You know that little boy. That dude drunk, gets everything. He's drunk. Yeah, don't work. The pool, yeah, all out of shape. Mm. 
funny. But back in the back day, in the day, back in the day, dad. you know what I'm saying? Great dad, great dad, great dad. All right, all right, Hank, saving the best for last. Let's number give us one number for one for me. Number one for me. To anybody that knows me, this is going to be no surprise. Right? No surprise. Is Peter Griffin? Yes. Peter Griffin <laughs> could be one of the best characters on the planet <laughs> best characters on the planet when you talk about good writing you got to talk about family guy seinfeld all that peter griffin now that's a man that i can get behind <laughs> if he ran for office peter griffin would be my man have you seen every episode times two three four right at i least. can't tell you how many yeah. times i've seen him but i've I'm seen sure. a lot of them and you know what i laugh at him every time it's funny yeah. show. it is a funny show it's no a doubt. funny show and to be to, to tell you the truth that guy that Seth, Seth McFarlane. McFarlane. It's kind of messed up, man. That guy's <laughs> got to have a screw loose, but I dig it. I yes. dig it. The guy is, That's the humor we like, man, you know? Man, you it's ought to like see It's like almost his, over the too much, but he not has, just. He's got something called, before he did that, he did something called the Cartoon Caravan. Okay. Okay? And it's just short takes. They are hilarious. You need to get, check you need out. to go YouTube those right now because okay. you'll die laughing. It's hilarious. I Peter Griffin. It. Peter Griffin, number uh-huh. one. Hank Imer, Hank's hierarchy. My number one. This dude, probably not the best dad, but he taught his sons a lesson in life, and that's how to be a gangster. Mm-hmm. Number one. The Godfather, Vito Cor- Corleone, the <laughs> number one most memorable dad. In TV or movies, not he wasn't a good role model, bruh. But the dude had respect of his entire town, of his family. Of he's a gangster, Vito Corleone, Vito Corleone, and Bill Cosby, <laughs> book noting Mustafa. Yes, that's one heck of a list, that's right there, one brother. One heck of a list, no doubt. Well, job well done, Hank's hierarchy. We got our top five most memorable dads in movie or in television, and Hank. Let's take a quick break. Hey, this is Andrew Moose from the Street Circle Drive podcast here on The Mesh. Interested in promoting your business to an online audience? Your ad could be right here. Consider advertising on The Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to themesh.tv for details. And we're back to big fan, Hank. We just learned a little bit about each other, our Father's Day likes when it comes to TVs and movies. Now let's talk a little bit about something that scares the hell out of me every time, every day I wake up and see another report of shark attacks. It's, it's getting out of control because we talked about this the last time we were together. We did. About the, the dad that came in and beat the crap out of the shark, which I, I do the same thing. You do the same thing. I don't know. You know, I mean, that's one heck of a, one heck of a job that that guy did. Oh, yes. But there's, there's been three in a short period of time off the ca- coast of North Carolina. Yes. I don't know if they just like like North Carolina or what, but this does not make me feel good about going to the beach. Not at all, Hank. Not at all. Is it because they're migrating? Because, listen, if they can give me some diagnosis to what is going on here, or like they can say, hey, you know what? In the month of June, they go, you know, from May they start out in Florida, and they start going up. And if they could tell me in June they're on North Carolina's coast, I'd say, listen, Steer we're clear. going to start going to the beach in August. Yeah, exactly. I'm good with that. But – if it's just hey, more shark attacks, yeah. Sharknado getting ready to happen. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. Yeah, and so think about this too. You know when I was at Oak Island, I've been there the last ten years. That's where you used to go to. There'd be dudes cat shore fishing, and so we're swimming around, right? Just swimming around, me and my kids. 
two dudes are sitting there throwing out shore fishing and luring probably big ass predators in and we're just up just around body surfing and hey yeah you know uh anyway i was just thinking about that i saw a picture of these four little kids one of our friends are at the beach right now they're like click click is this safe and it's the same this guy's got this huge bucket of chum and he's bringing it out baiting the hook and throwing it out where all the kids are swimming i was like it's probably not too safe but um getting back to where we were so the last shark attack took place at bald head island which was literally just two days ago which is right beside oak island where we swim right and it wasn't serious but a shark bit a little dude on an ankle enough to for him to have he had to go to the hospital um not life-threatening or anything but it was in two bite feet of, it was in two feet of water bro yeah, bite to so bite. that's when you just walk in to the into the ocean and you're just looking around and then a shark comes to bite your foot yeah, bite to bite you know it doesn't matter i don't care if one gums me yeah that exactly thing, i don't care yeah bite to bite so I told – I was talking all big last time. Oh, I'm getting in the water. The girls are getting in the water. We're going to the beach next week. Doing we're it. doing it. We ain't going. We ain't going to get in the water. We might – I don't know what we're going to do. But I know we're not going to be body surfing and boogie boarding. Not when there's big sharks out there. No. Yes. No. Might, a lot of trips to the pool. A lot of pool trips. A lot of pool trips. Hey, you yes. know what, though? That beach gets real hot if you don't get in that water, though. See, the cool thing at Oak Island, too, they'll have these little tidal pools that when the uh, – the uh, what do you call it? Uh, recedes tide? when the tide recedes. <laughs> yeah, it leaves these little pools, and you can get in there. Hopefully, there's no sharks swimming around in these little <laughs> pools. If there's sharks in the tidal pools, we're in a world of hurt, brother. You imagine like a, a world of hurt, a, a fin just going around in the tidal <laughs> pool, and everybody's like, "You think it's safe? I'm jumping in now. I'm getting out." <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, and I, you know, when I go on my trips, I always get a couple books to read. Will you have time to read any Grand Canyon trip? Like, you won't have any like downtime. You are. Not necessarily you're going all the time, but you won't have time to sit down for four hours, get in your chair, under the umbrella, and read your book, right? No, you won't get that. I'll get it on the flight, flight out there. Yeah. I'll read going out there, but yeah. uh, you know, I, I, to be completely honest, I kind of feel like every night we're going to be pretty wiped. Sure, it's going to be a bedtime like nine fifteen, nine thirty tops. Tops. Yeah, we, we're going to put it. Early. Yeah. I don't know if my little man's going to be thinking the same thing, but to me, I, these trips are going to be heavy in the day. It's going to be hot. Yes. You know, you're going to be spent. It's probably going to be some swimming, lots, you know, a lot of fun things to do. Yeah. I don't envision us. No sharks out there. I, I don't. I think that that's pretty deep into the <laughs> into the mainland for them to get in there. You said last podcast something about air sharks in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Jennifer almost fell out of her chair. You got some really good one liners. Anyway, buddy. Um, so the other thing that we needed to talk about today, we told our audience a little bit of Godzilla. Well, we didn't get to see it, but we will see it soon, Hank. Maybe the next podcast or the next one after that because it'll be at the carolina soon so within the month we'll be able to review godzilla right. yeah i think that that's going to be important we actually had a new big fan fan send me the blue oyster cult godzilla soundtrack song huh. and he was like this has got to be your music going into next week if you're going to do the godzilla thing so we're going to go back to yeah that. we'll go back to that my family went to go see secret life of pets too uh-huh. this past weekend what they say um lucy rose loved it olivia didn't think it was very good, and Jennifer didn't think it was very good. The first Secret Life of Pets was pretty hilarious. Pretty good movie. This one, they said, don't wait. Don't, don't go to the don't theater. Go Just go DVD it. Yeah, go just wait for the DVD. And before we get off, uh, get out of here today, Hank, there was a huge party. I'm going to call it the party of the year took place two Saturdays ago, okay? You were there. 
I was there in a downpour. The hardest rain I think we've had in Hickory, North Carolina in probably yeah, decades. It was, it was awful. But the party went on. Party did go on. So tell me a little bit about this party, what you took from it and the experience. Well, it was kind of like, you know, me and you were kind of talking about early. You know, when you're 16 to 25, you got certain missions when you go out. And A number one is to feel good. Yeah. Right? Just feel good. Feel good. Yeah. Have fun. So, and it's pretty aggressive. Let's put the gas pedal to the ground and let's kind of get after it, right? Then you get like married and you give like a donate $2 donation to an art museum and you get to drink for free there, and but you have like a cheese ball, you get like a glass of cheese. wine or something, you know? And so you, you get this like weird sophisticated where you're not sophisticated, but you got a tie on now. Gotta act sophisticated. Right. So then you hit your 40s, and you're like, you know, that time period back there was not that bad. And you find yourself every once in a while getting put back in that situation. And I can tell you right now, this party, people were trying to get put back in that situation. I left. I left. It just let's, let's talk about my I left at about 11. Yeah. And I looked back, and at 11 o'clock, you expect people, you know, straggling. You expect the party going down. This thing was like an exploding rocket <laughs> flying into yeah. the air, just full no thrust, st- no stop. No stop ahead. And I was like, this is going to be a bad time. The party we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, was a little thing we like to call a dazed and confused party. So we all dressed up in some gear like the movie, the uh, way they set up. The house was unbelievable. It looked like you were in that pool hall, the uh, Emporium. Right. And outside, it looked like, I don't know if you noticed, in the yard, they had the 50-yard line painted. You couldn't see it because of the rain. A 50-yard line painted in the middle of their yard, like in the movie. Right. And then they also had that big truck. Anyway, it was perfect. Perfect. The setup was absolutely perfect. Kegs, jello shots, lights, a band. The Harris Brothers were playing in the garage. A food truck. Right. It don't really get much better. I tell you, it was. Uh, you could. I drove. Sorry. So I know. Yeah. So there was there was a, a lot of a lot of not breaking on this party. <laughs> I mean, there was like you know it was it was uh, like I have not seen in a while. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you, you left at eleven. I ended up staying a little bit longer, and I turned. For you, around. that means like six. Yeah. Eight, well, it. I thought it would go to about 6. It was 2.30, 2.45 in the morning, and there were four guys left. Everybody else had kind of dissipated, and I knew it was time to go. And one of the dudes who's really good at playing guitar, really good, and a great singer too, forgot how to play the guitar and tried to sing words to a song, and no words would come out. And so we were like, all right, let's call it a night. Hell of a party. Hell of a party. And that's, how we, that's how we remember how to play the guitar. Could not Literally couldn't play the guitar. And this dude is phenomenal at playing the guitar. So anyway, it was time to go. And uh, the great thing is I went over the next day. Sometimes the next day after the big party can almost be just as fun. So I go over there to help clean up. The rain has stopped. It's not raining. It's a nice day. You didn't go over there to clean up, first of all. Don't don't look me in my face and treat me like I'm naive. I, I won't do that to you. They said, there's Bloody Marys and keg left. Come on over. So I said, I'll be there. What time was this? Walk over. This was probably 1030 in the morning. Okay. And there was a, the French Open was on. Nadal is playing Djokovic 
right? Or whomever. No, the other guy, um, whoever's playing the championship. So I was like, Jennifer, I'm going to pop over and watch a little bit of the French Open. Be back maybe 25 minutes, 30 minutes. 30 minutes turns into an hour. Hour turns to hour and a half. They get the guitars out. Now we're singing. We're singing in the garage where the band had just been the night before. Um, still about 100 jello shots left from the night before. Eat a couple jello shots for breakfast. You know, next thing I know, it's 1.30 in the afternoon, close to two. Jennifer in her bathrobe starts coming across the road. road. It's time to come, Chad. It's time to come home. The party was last night. Uh-oh. It's not today. Uh-oh. It's not today. So boo, anyway, boo, not happy. Yeah, she wasn't happy. So I cruised back, and then I took Olivia to go see Endgame Avengers that mm-hmm. afternoon. Yeah, so it was quite, quite the day. Well, good for you. Yeah, and the Avengers Endgame, it made my brain hurt though. Thinking about, so we're traveling back in time, but these people know we're traveling back in time, so they're going to travel back in time too, and they're going to foil this plot, right. all this stuff. Holy cow, a lot to take in. A lot to take in. After the night and the morning that I had. But I, I did it. You're one hell of a dad. I, I did it. You know, this top five list, I should be number Chatties. one. Chatty's number one. Chatties. Right in front of Bill Cosby and right below You're Mr. on the list Vito of him, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, hey, what else do we have in store this week besides your trip? Anything else coming What up? else this week do I have? Uh, I'm going to the Grand Canyon <laughs> right. for 10 days. So your, your, your two weeks is, uh, is a wrap. Yeah, my two weeks are... are uh, pretty good and when i get back i'm going to tell an abbreviated version of it to let yeah. you know it's kind of what it is how about you what you going to do well we've got a little tennis my the thing i mentioned here surprise visits from my brother-in-law he called me yesterday he's coming in town he's coming in town friday why um because olivia and jennifer and jennifer's sister and their oldest daughter they're going to dc they're flying to dc on thursday night gonna go visit museums and all this stuff so he's coming without kids he, he's got a younger daughter too that's lucy rose's age okay Oh, so Lucy Rose is going to be yes, with us. Yes, Lucy Rose will be, be with us. So Todd and Emmy are coming to spend time with me and Lucy Rose. And then my mama is going to take them to the pool Saturday. We're going to play a little golf. And then we're going to come back with the girls, probably have a little cookout, maybe eat a hot dog or two, Hank, play some music. And we'll just let the night take the girls to bed. <laughs> we'll let the night take us to wherever it takes oh. us. You know what I mean? Oh, it's going to be fabulous, a fabulous <laughs> well. time. And then Jennifer and Olivia don't come back until the following Monday. Yeah, Monday. So Todd is probably going to take he and Emmy or leave on Sunday at some time, and then me and Lucy Rose will just get a nap all afternoon long Sunday. Get a nap in? Get a nap in. Does she yeah. like to nap? She, Yeah, not as much as me, but mm-hmm. she likes to be in the same room as me, and she might be on an iPad, or she might be listening to music, or she likes to dance a lot. So she'll, Daddy, watch this, and she'll do a couple things and in between, like, Consciousness. Consciousness. I say, good job, Lucy Rose. Keep it up, girl. <laughs> that buys me another hour, you know, of, gotcha. of, of nap time. But anyway, Again, I'll look. Father of the Year. Father of the Year. <laughs> I keep moving right up the board. I think I've passed Vito Corleone you now, did. right? Yes. You did. Yes. That's why you put those serial killers on there, is that someday you'd be able to reach them. I get it. Oh, so funny. I get so it. So funny. Well, Hank, we wish you the best in your travels, buddy. I'm sure you'll have a great time. And to our audience, please don't forget to subscribe to The Big Fan on the mesh.tv. Also, you can download through iTunes, it's back up and running, so y'all check us out for sure. We really want to build these numbers up, Hank. We're reaching extraordinary heights, at least 14 listeners now, at least. I mean, it's really getting up there. So let's keep building on it. You guys download, subscribe. Can't wait to talk to you again. Tell people to do it. Tell your friends. Mediocre. Conversation between two friends. This would be the show for exactly. them. They, there's nothing better than this. That's right. So until then, everyone, have a safe uh, summer, and we'll see you in two weeks. Peace.
You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.